Welcome to Bleachers and Speakers. I'm your host, June. We got a special birthday edition today. Uh, 9-11. It's B. Foster's birthday. The stars are aligning. The Lions are 1-0. Yeah. I'm still hyped up from, from Thursday. So, yeah. uh, first off, happy birthday, Foss. Appreciate it, man. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Yeah, I already know, man. I'm glad we having this show at 7 because I know we couldn't have this show at 9 or 10 tonight because... It's your birthday, and I already know uh, it's some festivities going on your way. I already know, man. Happy birthday to you. Uh, it is 9-11. Uh, shouts out to the to the victims and the families of, of that tragedy in 9-11 21 years ago. Uh, I still remember exactly what I was doing when it happened. That's how impactful it was. Uh, it's only fitting that Monday Night Football is – the Bills versus the Jets in in you know on the East Coast. I'm not sure if it's in the Meadowlands or not. Either way, it's in New York. Or but either way, yeah. uh, that's good marketing. I, I I tell you, there's nothing better than a a, a game like that for uh, the New York uh, the New York crowd to try to you know because it was a dre- it was a dreadful day. Uh, but we're not gonna get off into that. It's B Foster birthday. The lines are one and zero. Oh. And we're going to talk about the game today. We're going to oh, talk yeah. about Thursday's oh, game. And we're going to preview the upcoming game versus Seattle. So, uh, boss, uh, we talked a little bit about it on Monday. Of course. I mean, on Thursday night. right? Thursday, after Thursday. Like, and I think I want to try to get a quick recap after every game. If, if, if we're both free. Right. I know how that can go, but especially off a of, off, off a big win like that in Kansas City, uh, we plan to be on here win or lose Thursday night. But did you imagine feeling the way you felt after that game? <laughs> I mean, going into the game, going into the game, just I was like, I feel like I felt like it couldn't have been a worse hand dealt for us to have to face the the former Super Bowl winning team at home on the whole ring, uh, the, the ring revealing night. And I, I felt like that was like, they really tried to set us up for failure being that, you know, we're a team that was on the rise and, and it ended on such a high note ish. Obviously we didn't make the playoffs, but we momentum was in the right direction, but, I, when it's all said and done, now that the game is over with, this could not have been a better way to start the year uh, to set up the con- to continue the momentum to where we're ultimately trying to head in the future this year. So it it worked out. It, it worked out great in the end. But going into it, it's like, oh, yeah, y'all really wanted to take some win from our for our from our sales early on. Oh, speaking speaking of win from the sales now, mm-hmm. does the win have an asterisk by it? I and I, I want know. you. To, I want before you before you answer that, I want you to think, Mike Tarico. Okay, this is where I got it from. So, does the win have? Do we diminish this win because of the circumstances? If the Chiefs or, had won, they would have played it like that's what they were supposed to do. They were the they were the favorite favorite team with or without Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey. So I feel like 
no pun intended, they're moving the goalposts now and trying to take the win. The win is a one. We're one and zero regardless. We're not going to see the Chiefs again un- unless we make it to the playoffs. I mean, make it to the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. that 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 wins out the way regardless. We didn't have uh, Mosley, Emmanuel Mosley, and we didn't have Jamison Williams. Was that would, it, would that have been taken into consideration if the Chiefs had won? No, because they were supposed to beat us anyway. So I it it can't be it can't be both when it's all said and done. Well, the way I look at it, right, is you saw the pregame. You had people up there picking Chiefs to win. Mm-hmm. You had several people on that panel. To pick, I think it was out of five, three of them picked Kansas City, and all of those facts that Mike Tarico was pointing out. They knew that picking Kansas City. So you can't diminish the win in any any kind of way. Because like you said, if we if the Lions lose that game, it, <laughs> you know, they don't look at it as and you didn't you didn't have all your people, this, that, other, you're playing in Kansas City the first game. Yeah, it was in Kansas City. That that the game didn't move. To Ford Field, it stayed in Arrowhead with all the energy and excitement and the MVP of the Super Bowl, the mm-hmm. best quarterback in the. Hey, they they if if, if the Kansas City would have beat us by two touchdowns, nobody would have been surprised, Kelsey or not. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and that's just like them saying. Someone said, you know, put an asterisk by the win because. Uh, the wide receiver, 19, dropped two, three passes. That's a part of the game. You still have to play regardless of the circumstances. I mean, drop passes happen in a game. so It, it happens on our side. So we fumble, yeah. It, it's it's just you can't diminish this win. You can't diminish this win for the fans, for the, uh, for the city. Um, we did not win the Super Bowl, and we are not looking at it in that route. But – However, there's nothing better to start the season one on one and on primetime TV against a formidable opponent. So regardless, it's it's a win without an asterisk. It's a good win. And I'll take it every time. If you could if we can win 16, 17 games and put, put an asterisk, asterisk by all I'll of them, right? take it. <laughs> I will take it. Yeah. Give me the asterisk. Yeah, but it doesn't show that in the 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 standings. Standing. There's, there's no asterisk by it. As last I checked, uh, and yeah, I mean, we can look at the game overall. And what I want to do right off bat, I want to start off talking about grades because I have in my mind a grade for. Uh, I don't want to get into specifics. Uh, I don't want to go O-line. I don't want to go unless you want too fast, but I just want to look at defense, offense, uh, special teams, and give them a grade, quick grade, real fast. And uh, we'll talk about our MVPs of the game because uh, I want to do offensive and defensive MVPs. You cool with that, Foss, Or Yeah, let's get it. Okay. I want to grade the offense, right? I want to talk about overall and and Foster. This this is me to you. I'll let you go first. And okay. what grade from A to F would you grade the offense on Thursday night versus the Chiefs? 
Mm. Now, you know, we talked about both. So I uh, so I originally had offense and then I did break it down by positions. You can but, break it down if you but want. To, but to be honest, everything kind of was in the same area, honestly. Um, I, I want to say, well, first of all, this wasn't a flawless, perfect performance on either side of the ball. No. Uh, they, I, I think that golf was a little rusty because he didn't play at all during the preseason. And I think that did show a little bit and, but handled business made the plays necessary to win the game overall for the offense. I will give it a, mm, I give it a B. I feel like yeah. B minus is too low. But we didn't turn the ball up. I think we did lose one fumble. Oh, we did. We lost the, the Marvin Jones fumble. So that part you can you can kind of knock down a little bit. But overall, Montgomery got a touchdown. Uh, St. Brown got a touchdown, and Golf didn't throw any interceptions. So overall, he did what he was supposed. He did what he was supposed to do. He didn't give the ball away. He got the ball in the end zone a few times, one one via run and one on a pass. But overall, solid. But I, I feel like we will have better better days. Just wait till we get into four field. J-Mo comes back. Gibbs fully gets, gets involved in the offense because I really feel like we left, we left a little on the table for Gibbs on purpose. We didn't let it. We didn't unleash him fully. Uh, and, and I feel like a lot of people were like, why didn't Gibbs get more touches? Because Gibbs looks dangerous. And I don't want to take too much of your steam, but Gibbs <laughs> looks dangerous already. And this is his first regular season game in enemy territory. But overall, I, I'll take a, a solid B. Solid B. Well, I have my reservations, Foster, and I didn't grade as graciously as you did. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave them a C plus. C plus, okay. And the reason being is, for one, I think there was three good drives. Yeah. Three good drives, offensive right. drives. One of them, which we fumbled in the red zone. Okay, that's fair. And uh, I think the very first offensive play of the game uh, was, a, was a run for about seven or eight yards with Montgomery up the middle. And I'm thinking, okay. We bought to. That defensive line that we talked about was a weakness without Chris Jones. Oh, we got this. Right, right, right. The next two plays, one, uh, Carliftus, uh, <laughs> I don't know if that was by design, but you don't let anybody like him in on <laughs> in on a rush. I mean, unless you have a, 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 a very athletic quarterback that can get around him. Golf's yeah. not it. So you don't let him rush in. I don't care what kind of a, what kind of a, a, a screenplay you have or short pass. No, you don't do that. And then they, they had a bad pass on third down, that first drive. So, and I think you got to set the tone with the first drive. I mean, it was that along along with. I don't think Gibbs got enough touches, but. Do you take away from Montgomery? Because he was running pretty good in, bet- in, in between the tackles. Yes. So um, I just don't think you can put – have three drives throughout the game versus a team like Kansas City 
and get a good grade. C plus. They only turned the ball over once, and that was the turnover in the red zone, which I felt was detrimental because yeah. I think that's at least three points. That's at, at least, least three. At least. So um, there was also a a very, very gutsy punt, punt fake <laughs> at that end <laughs> that you needed to do because your offense wasn't moving the ball, even though that was a very gutsy play. Uh I wouldn't have called it, but it worked and you drove down the rest of the field, uh, which was a great drive. So I think overall C plus with a lot of things uh, left on the table, a lot of things that can be corrected and the offense can be better. Right. So, okay. And the one thing that I didn't get a chance to talk about was the offensive line, the offensive line, before the game, we talked about them establishing a line of scrimmage and and controlling the time of possession. I looked um, overall. We we held on to the ball five minutes longer than, than the Chiefs, than the Chiefs did, and and that's one of the things we talked about: keeping mm-hmm. Mahomes off the field, controlling the ball, and using the running game to to hold to to control the game. And I feel like. The offensive line definitely won one line of scrimmage overall. I think on both, I think the offensive line did what they were supposed to do when it's all said and done. They gave up one sack, um, which might have been the which might, I don't know if that was the if that was the play that you were referring to, uh, but but yeah, we only gave up one sack in the, in the entire game. But other than that, we I, we outrushed we outrushed the Chiefs. And we held on to the ball longer. So if that went exactly the way I would have wanted it to, given the keys to winning the game. Also, the last drive, the last drive where we needed to run the clock out, got the first down and was able to kneel. So, yeah, that possession was key as far as the offensive line and, and keeping Mahomes off the field. So, yes, very key. Um, let's switch to defense. Now, how would you grade the defense, Foss? The defense. So, overall, like I said, we held we first of all, we held the Chiefs to under 100 yards rushing. That wasn't we, the only holding going on. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah, we gotta get to that too. Do your do your homework on false start because they didn't rechange the game on that one. Whoa. But but yeah, overall we held the Chiefs to 20 points. Like that's that's huge. This was this was the number one passing offense in the in the whole league. Granted, they didn't have Kelsey and they had some mishaps at receiver, which I, we kind of talked about. Mm-hmm. Some unproven guys. Sky Moore from Western Michigan had zero catches and zero yards. Like that secondary yeah. handled their handle business. Um Without Emmanuel Mosley, Gardner Johnson was all over the place, and of course, we we cannot we cannot not talk about the fact that Brian Branch made that play. That pick six totally changed the momentum of the game. Yes, it was, it was on a ball that yes, Tory did drop, but that the it ended up being behind Branch. Branch had still had to make had he to make that play. play. He could have easily dropped that ball. 
just yeah. because it wasn't it wasn't right at him. So yeah, the, the pick six was huge. Um, but yeah, it was very the, the whole defensive line situation was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hutchinson was getting held. I, we saw McNeil get held on one play. They were given they were given that that right tackle, I believe. One of the tackles, they they were allowing him to uh take a couple yards back to get a you know get a good whatever however you want to describe it, but it, it definitely assisted him on on Aiden Hutchinson's bull rush. It, but even then, we made an adjustment. We moved Hutch inside, put yes. him on a different guy, and that and that made a difference overall. I, the the pass rush, I felt like the pass rush wasn't great though. It, I feel like there were some plays where Mahomes had some time. Mahomes was able to get loose and and uh, and and get into our you know get into our defense running wise. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to see where we go from here. I, James Houston did get a hold of him one time, had him by the ankles, but he got he got away. <laughs> got away. Got away. With- he threw nice. the ball off his back foot, yeah, and it's like it still had steam on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he still got that out there. So, yeah. so we'll we'll see. We'll see. Overall, I think the line. I think Anzalone got exposed a little bit, just a Ooh. little bit. Uh, Jack Campbell had a nice pass, de- uh, pass deflection, a full you know full extension on the on the on the breakup, and that was good to see. All of our rookies showed up though all of laporta gibbs and campbell i think he they were only the three rookie and then branch of course branch yeah for sure so so yeah all all of our rookies that that played a decent amount look great honestly so i'm pleased as far as the grade because i got away from the grade but uh, Mm -hmm. the grade i mean you hold the chiefs to 20 yards there weren't any glaring issues outside of 20 that, yards that passed huh 20 20 points, points. yeah okay. um that pass interference which a lot of people were kind of contesting the uh by cam sutton on that deep pass um i thought but, he got there early uh, he I, did get there early but in, in in real time i feel like it would have in slow motion he was there early for sure but at any rate I feel like if we were around to be there too. I, I I feel like you hold the Chiefs to twenty points, and and you had and the offense ends up with more passing yards and more rushing yards and more total yards in general. I feel like that's a that's a major win in Kansas City. I graded them an A minus. Okay, and, okay. and like I'll that. and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Uh, second half adjustments. You tell me that you if you tell me before the game that the any team would hold the Chiefs to two field goals in the second half, and that's it. That's crazy. That's a win. Yeah. That's a win. So uh for me, uh the way they 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 hung in there tough. A uh, couple of drives in the first half where Mahomes got loose. Uh but it was great coverage, but he got loose. Uh, that's going to happen a couple of times in the game. It didn't happen in the second half, I don't think. Uh, and if it did, it resulted in a field goal at mo- at the most. So I gave them uh, 
uh, A minus. I thought Hutch was relentless. I thought he, uh, regardless of not getting any sacks, he got tackles. He was, uh, he was he had, he pressured the quarterback and he 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 just wouldn't stop. So that kind of effort, uh, I think uh, CJ played played great. I think there was a couple of breakdowns uh, from the defensive back, but this is a newly acquired group of individuals. I expected yeah. that along with Mahomes. So I definitely uh, think the defense did what they needed to do, especially in the second half. They kept us close in the first half, and that's all I could ask for. I, I give them an A-. minus. Um, if, if anyone was to give them a B, I wouldn't argue. But for me, holding them to two field goals in the second half, I'm good with. But before we go any further, we got to pay some bills, Foss. Got to do that. Now we're not gonna get up, let the coaches get off the hook. We gotta grade them too. Mm. Dave, um, Dan Campbell is gonna get a, a a grade every every game. Dan Campbell by himself, okay. Yeah, I mean the head coach is gonna take the fall. Yeah. Um, I give the coach an A. I give him an A. Uh, I saw his uh his reaction. After had after halftime, I mean right before half, and he was like, "Hey, we're hanging in there. The defense is hanging in there. We just gotta." He said exactly what needed to be done, and although the offense didn't get to moving the ball, that defense hung tough, and it 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 shows for me, it was like a personification of who Dan Campbell is, like gritty. That defense was. Was fighting and scrapping. They were biting kneecaps, boss. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? And uh, they like they fell a little bit in the first half, but they got back up. So for me, I give plus the gutsy call mm-hmm. to call a fake punt in your offense, and you it gave them the jolt that they needed to move the ball. I mean, I think I think it took a little bit of wind out of their sails defensively when you do that. You can see the the special teams coast coach uh after that call <laughs> throw his uh heads uh, get just get frustrated and it's like okay <laughs> then they started moving the ball yeah so great call came out of nowhere you don't expect that call right and it's got it's got to come out of nowhere it, it can't be expected that's the whole that's what makes it work <laughs> and it's one of those calls if you're wrong you're messed over yeah, yeah, you're taking the words right out of you. Yeah, you're saying exactly what's if if you're wrong and don't convert, oh, you you're you're gonna be the scapegoat, especially where we were at. We yeah. were we were inside the 20 or something. Yeah, like it was because the, they're gonna say you gave Mahomes the ball. Yeah, that's crazy. Right there. But if you make it, you look genius, and he looked genius. It makes him look genius. Now we've known. Campbell to make these kind of calls before. I mean, before and it last didn't always work either. It didn't always work, but he, <laughs> he had the he he had the 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 capacity and the and the and 
to to try it. I don't want to say what I want. You know, this is a children's show, but you no, know, no. <laughs> you know, he had he, the cojones, the cojones. Yeah, yeah, he, you know, you got to have some kind of of nerve and 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 and, and courage to make a call like that. So I give uh, Campbell an A. What do you give him, Foss? Yeah, I mean, stuff like that. He knew. He knew what was. He knew we needed that spark, and he was willing to take that chance on the road, in in a situation where you're you're essentially giving Mahomes a, a free touchdown, at least a field goal, but likely a touchdown after something like that. And he was willing to say, you know, this is how this is how we give it up. This is how we do. So that that was huge. I, I love the adjustment of moving Hutch uh, out inside to get him off of that, to get him to, cause, cause what he could have done has been frustrated by the simple fact that they, that the chiefs kind of finesse the rules there, but he, they took that opportunity to make adjustments in that regards as well. And I feel like that's what, that's what separates the A's from the B's. I feel like you take away that, that fake punt in, inside the 20, you take away some of those adjustments and cool. Yeah. You know, he didn't, he didn't do anything to, to our detriment, but sometimes you got to go that extra mile and, and think outside the box to get the A. Because we're not going to be giving our A's every week. We're going to be giving out some. <laughs> we, we might give out some C minuses. Yeah, we, we never know. You never know. Because you know, seasons but, are very up and down. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, let's see. Do you have an offensive player of the game? I don't think there was one specific player that just jumps off the page. Low key. I I, I do want to talk about. I, okay. I'm going to give it to golf because when it's all said and done, the quarterback is in charge. They, they, they own the possession to the wins and lo- wins and losses. But I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about Reynolds. Reynolds had some had some great some some huge plays. Josh Reynolds, he actually had the most receiving yards, and more than Amon Ross St. Brown, in fact. Yeah, and I feel like when we were down, because I feel like midway through the game, we were like, you know what, we're missing that, we're missing JMO right now, we're missing that outside mm-hmm. weapon, and I feel like Josh Reynolds stepped up. He he picked up. He picked up Marvin Jones, who kind of hurt us a little bit. I think he had a he had a drop and a fumble, right? Yeah, something like that, right? So, yeah. so, so Reynolds made it happen. Like he's one of the guys that we don't talk about that much. That no. that just in general, people don't talk about that much. And he came he came in and did his job. Even since even since he was picked up, uh, the year that we the we the year we picked him up when we had nobody at receiver. Reynolds <laughs> played with played with golf in in St. Louis, not St. Louis, L.A. Mm-hmm. and and he was the he was somebody that that golf is familiar with because they go back that far, and sure. I, I feel like sometimes he gets he gets uh his his efforts are are swept under the rug, but he showed up when it's all said and done. He had about eighty yards and I think four catches, but he had some big he had some some big plays. Um, but with that said, like I said, I'm gonna give it to golf because golf got the ball to where it needed to be. He didn't turn the ball over. He didn't take any terrible sacks, despite the fact that he is not very athletic. So he 
he he held it down. Golf held it down. Definitely, golf uh, did not turn the ball over. Um, you can be um, sometimes you have to manage a game. It's not always about uh, having 400 yards passing and and it would be nice and three touchdowns, but he managed the game even off the first uh, series where he threw the ball away, didn't take a sack, threw the ball away, lived to play another down. So I agree wholeheartedly on your MVP um, player of the game, which is uh, which is golf. Your defensive player of the game, who you give that to, Foster? I would have loved to give it to Hutch. Hutch, he definitely set the tone with the pressure and adjusting from inside to outside and kept kept patching Mahomes on your toe on his toes, which is very, which is very important. But I you gotta give it to Brian Brent. Brian Brent ultimately turned the game around post mm-hmm. fumble from Marvin Jones. He brought he brought it back. He he's that play was huge. He said he's they said he he's he's seen that he's watched it back his pick six at least a hundred times. And I'm I'm not mad at him. If that was me, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it changed yeah, the game. Huge. It did. did. Those turnovers, we talked about it, about how turnovers and making plays totally shifts the momentum of the game, and it couldn't have come at a better time. And uh, he ended up getting hurt. He came back. He came. He ended up coming back later on in the game, but he did get hurt, which was which was scary because it was on a non-contact injury. But yeah, Brian Branch. I mean, we we've been talking about it from we talked about it from the start. Yeah, just just how uh, how good of a camp he's having. He had a good he had a good preseason run as well. So yeah, for sure. We yeah, it's it, it could could you have a make for a better story for a guy that that was drafted in, that was felt like he was overlooked, drafted in the second round, and has has had a chip on his shoulder since his name was called like a pick six in Kansas City on Patrick Mahomes like. Hey, I don't man. think he could have drawn. I don't think he could have drawn that up any better, man. Like no. that's correct. And and I just want to throw this out here. That was the fat. I think they said that that Brian Branch was that was the fastest. Like you know, because they timed the speeds for of sure the, miles per they, hour. They said that was the that was the fastest one of the entire game. And this is Brian Branch who who was had a slow forty time, but that in game speed. Yeah. When you when you when you uh you, you see that pay dirt. And you your foot foot to fit foot to butt trying to get to the end zone. <laughs> it's different. It, it's it different. different. It do, do hit your homework different. on a big six, man. You you really you taking off. It do hit different. But we back with another one when they thought it wasn't gonna be one. Yeah, man. It hit different, man. It hit different. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so uh without further ado, we'll go to our featured player of the week. Uh, he actually started and it's inspiring to talk about this guy because here he is um, undrafted, started off. Well, I'll let you do your thing. And no, uh, you got it. You got no, it. No, 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 but you, this is. No, no, no. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. But yeah, 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 yeah. He, he's, he, he's a, he's a, he's a good, inspiring sto- story. So it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's not how you start, but how you finish. So it's that kind of story. Foster, I'm going to let you go ahead and talk about our player of the week. 
Okay, so uh, the the feature player for the week is Jerry Jacobs. Like you said, he started he started uh, week one this week, and he has a a true from the mud story. This is a guy that start started his college career. He's um, out of out of Atlanta, but he started his career at Hutchinson Community College. This is, we'll probably never get another opportunity to mention Hutchinson Community College in anything. But that's where he started his his football career. He played there for his first two years. But uh, Jerry, the story of Jerry Jacobs has definitely been injuries. Um, he tore his ACL, I believe it was his his first year that community, the first year when he was in community college. Wow. So the odds have been against him. This is somebody that I actually personally follow. I only follow, I think, two players on the Lions, him, him and C.J. Gardner-Johnson. But he's a guy that has a chip on his shoulder. Like, he pays attention to the Madden ratings and, and, the, and, the, and the talk, you know, the talk about the Lions and the talk about him. And he's a guy that is, you know, he, he got it from the mud, started, started at a community college, went to – ultimately went to Arkansas State for two years and then finished his career – finished his, his college career at, Ar- at Arkansas University, only started four games before opting out of the last six games to, to enter the draft. Mm-hmm. After doing that, he still went undrafted, was signed by the Lions, and made the 53-man roster out of camp, which is very difficult to do for an undrafted free, free agent, but also a guy that didn't do – I mean, I, he was second-team – uh, Sun Belt out of Arkansas State, but not a guy that that necessarily did a lot in college per se. So um, he's always had the odds against him, and not. And after, I think he he's I think he started his rookie year. He was starting by week five, started nine games, and then ultimately tore his ACL again. So he tore his ACL in college, and then did it again his rookie year. He was on the IR for the first, uh, I believe, up until October of last year. And then by the end of the year was probably our most consistent cornerback. Granted, mm-hmm. we had some a lot of mishaps in the in the secondary last year. But, you know, with a cool early, early in this year, a lot of mishaps. Not yeah, so- or definitely early in 2022, for sure. <laughs> but. But by the end of it, we kind of got our act together a little bit. But yet and still, the, the Lions felt like we needed to shore up our secondary, which is why we went and got Mosley and Sutton. So once again, Jerry Jacobs is up against the politics of, you know, guys being paid to come in and and and, and take his job. As of right now, we got Sutton. Mosley's on his way back, but here it is again. Jerry Jacobs has the opportunity to prove that he is that he's is supposed to be here when it's all said and done. So you gotta love stories like that, guys that went undrafted, started in community college. I mean, that's very motivated, you know, motivating because everybody doesn't have, you know, I can talk about the the guys that went in the first and second and third round and how they were first all-team SEC and had all these picks and stuff like that. But you love to see guys that that really came from nothing. Nobody would have necessarily no, no, nobody would have necessarily have thought that Jerry Jacobs will be where he is. But here, here we are. This guy is a starting cornerback and 
and and shut down shut down the Chiefs relatively in the first game. So um as far as his his skill set, this dude has some has is a pretty is a pretty decent sized corner. This guy's five five foot ten, but he's about two, but he's about two oh eight. So he's got he's got some decent size, not amazing speed. I think his his 40, 40 time out of out of college was four five three, but but he's a guy that likes to get his nose dirty in the in the run run stop, in the, in you know in the in the run game. Um, speed speed like I said is not is not big is not his best attribute. So he's better in the in the zone scenarios as opposed to man to man that because that straight line speed is just not it's it's not his forte. Um, and then also his his footwork is is not the best and um his open field tackling could use some work as well so um like i said from from the mud community college all the way to arkansas state to ultimately arkansas and now he is the starting cornerback for the detroit lions and i'm excited to see just how he fits in with everybody else we are we are very very what seems to be stacked at in the secondary, we got we got um, Kirby Joseph, we got Cam Sutton, we got Emmanuel Mosley, we got Brian Branch, we got we are Tracy Walker. We're very stacked in the in the secondary, and everybody is trying to go for theirs right now. So that is our feature player for the week. Do your homework on the feature player of the week, man. Yeah, yeah. let's get him a Lions roar. Yeah, man, that was dope, man. I appreciate you, Foster. You, 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 you're on, you're on par as usual when it comes to that player of the week. That's right, man. That's right. So, with that being said, I got this game next game circled on my calendar because of what happened last year. We face Seattle here in Detroit Sunday, one o'clock. Um, I have my reservations. I don't want to talk like, you know, from a, from the winter circle right now, it's a new week, but I was worried about this game before I actually watched Seattle play the Rams (laughs) and not thinking highly of the Rams this year going into it. And to see how that played out, Seattle had difficulties Stopping the rush. Okay. They had difficult, difficult. Now we don't have a player like Aaron Donald. Like he was. No one does. <laughs> who does? Right. Yeah. Uh, but he he was wreaking havoc against that offensive line, and that's got to that's got to be playing to our favor as far as uh an offensive line. Granted, we didn't get any sacks. Uh, last Thursday, but I anticipate to get some sacks this Sunday. Um, what do you know about Seattle from what you've uh, gathered so far in this young season? There, I didn't watch the game, but it looks like, I mean, Geno Smith had about a hundred yards passing. I mean, I don't know if we can bet on him continuing that trend. Um, no, but I like that stat though. Going into I, I, the- yeah, that's that's crazy. hundred yards, like it was like hundred. Let me oh, okay, nah, one hundred and twelve. My bad, one hundred and twelve yards. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, touchdown. He had a touchdown to DK Metcalf. But DK He's, Metcalf. He threw for about 500 yards against his last year, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, and that was at home. What's crazy is I think that that was in Detroit. Yeah. As this one will be in Detroit as well. So we can't bet on them playing that bad. I mean, their defense gave up a whole bunch. I mean, Stafford got busy. Stafford had, had 300 yards passing uh, in that game without Cooper Cup. Without Cup. So. Hey man, I'm liking these stats, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm uh, you still have to. The Lions still have to go out there and perform. And I, let, let me not get carried away with this. And I, and I'm being honest. I mean, uh, I was worried about the game going into it because of what happened last year. Like yeah. they opened up that offense against us, and they were going up and down the field. This is a different defense, though. But, a different yeah. defense. Uh, um. I can't wait to Sunday. Um, I don't even want to sugarcoat this game as it's going to be as tough as I thought it was going to be. I think we come out with a victory, though. I think Detroit wins this game and starts off 2-0. But on the flip side, I got to ask you, Foster, Mm. what happens if we lose this game and be 1-1? What would your outlook be? It'll be disappointing that we lose our first. We're on we're on such a high right now, which is scary. I mean, that's more the fans than anything. I don't think the team. I don't think the team has is is losing focus, but it's but the fans being in this being this high right now. It's it's scary to think at the fact that we might that that we could not might, but we could lose our our uh, the first home game because Ford Field is going to be on. It's going to be crazy. It's going Ford Field going to be rocking Sunday. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I think that, yeah, it's 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 scary to think that that could ha- that we could have a you know a hangover off of that high, uh, off the high that we were we were on with the Chiefs game, but um, we will just you know we'll see we'll see. This it's long season. And it would be great to, yeah. The if we can if we can win this game, I mean, Boston, nothing nothing can stop us if we win this game. There's there's no one. There's not too many people that aren't lying faithful outside of the lying faithful that would have told you that the Lions were going to start off two and zero. Oh. They were they would have said one and one at best. Right. Because you're going to lose that game in Kansas City, you might beat Seattle. That's yeah. what most people outside of the Lions faithful were thinking. Yeah. Like you're not going to win in Kansas City, in yeah, Kansas City. Yeah. No. So it would be disappointing if you lose, but you're still on par. Not making excuses. I feel like this is a game you have to win after winning Thursday. It's almost it's almost unfair to say it's a must win game. It is unfair to say, but yeah, you gotta win this game. That's what we say when we're when we're zero and three. Like this is a must win, or we are not gonna make the playoffs. Like, <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine how how it's gonna how Ford how loud Ford Field is going to be. Campbell said it's gonna be louder than Arrowhead, which is kind of a stretch. But it is. We are in the dome. And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell are, you riding the excitement 
of a of a game that we were not supposed to win. Foster, I haven't been to a Lions game since the Lions were 0-14 facing the Vikings with Randy Moss. And the Lions won that game. And But you talking about rocking that place when they got loud the you could it was shaking and i i, I anticipate that sunday I anticipate, where are you watching the game at i'll probably be at, at wifey crib shout out to wifey this 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 lions this is a birthday gift right here by the way this is the perfect opportunity to plug her uh you know i hate to show off man you ain't got to <laughs> hey hey this is I, I like this is this is i like that i like this right here. but yeah. um you ain't got to play yeah, that though. I'll probably, yeah, I'll probably be at Wifey Crib watching the game. Okay. Stay right downtown. So be in the mix of oh, all man. the excitement. Yeah, yeah. That's That's got to be. Uh, well, one of these Sundays, you and the wife got to come by the house and uh, watch the game with me and the wife. And me and the wife watch the game. So Definitely. definitely. She's a football fan as well. So check us out, man. So uh, Wednesday, we do have another show. And that will be with uh, some representatives representatives of the NFC North. We will have a uh, Packers rep- representative, a Vikings representative, and a Bears representative on the panel. And that's going to be a weekly show. Uh, and it's basically about the NFC North and how we're faring and how we're feeling. Uh, boss, we had we had one before, and you weren't there, and it was too friendly of it was a friendly. I ain't gonna say too friendly. It was a friendly environment. It's gonna, it's gonna get na- it's gonna get nasty now that the season's on. <laughs> I expected a lot of trash talk, but uh it's not gonna get nasty this week because two of them are 0 and one. Don't yeah, better talk nice. But can you know, but <laughs> and the other one's Green Bay, so yeah, I'm not worried about them. they won though, right? That's who beat. That's who beat the Seahawks, sir. No, 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 no. I'm sure against the Bears. They beat the Bears. They beat the Bears. I'm thinking of the Rams. You know, the Rams are like kind of like yeah. But anyway, we will be back here on Wednesday. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. You'll catch the Wednesday via uh, audio. That's on the audio. Okay. That's on the audio, and it will be. It will drop it on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, you'll be able to hear that show in its, in its entirety. I'm going to figure out a way to get the footage so we can put it out all together and put the video out as well. I haven't gotten to that, but they send it to me and I just drop it on uh, on the audio version on FFSN and you can check that show out. It should be good this week. It was good last week. It should be better this week. Foster will be on there with me this week, and we'll talk about uh, what we all have coming up on uh, for this week in football. I think the Vikings play Philly. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's a gruesome start. Uh, <laughs> that could be a gruesome start. Uh, you never know. You never know. You never know. You never know. You still got to line up and play football. So, uh, we're going to get out of here, Foss. I appreciate have a Have a great birthday. Uh, that show off the Lions, John, again, man. That, that's pretty dope. 
Yeah, man. It's, it's like a baseball jersey, but it's got a hoodie on it. You know. That's your speed, though. That's oh, yeah. You. Come on. She knows. She already knows. But she yeah. knows. But yeah. So happy, uh, happy birthday. I want you to enjoy yourself. Be safe. The Lions are 1-0 and heading into uh, next week's game versus Seattle. And it's in Detroit on Ford Field, and it's going to be rocking. Mm. Can I get a uh, can I get a prediction score? You're the a only one that's going to give them. Oh. You're the only one that's going to give them. So before I say one, I'm not gonna I'm gonna refrain from saying one and put the pressure all on you. So if it doesn't go our way, like I told you, Foss. I can't well, even remember what it was last time. What did I you say? said thirty? The 24, right? 30 to 24 last game. And I said it would be a low-scoring game, and it kind of was. Man. Hmm. Okay. 28. Do you, do you, 28. Do you, okay, 28. I got 28. Because I got to shoot under the 30. Like, that was two. That was, yeah. Um. 28. It's going to be close. I feel like. I just don't feel like we to the we beat the Chiefs by one. We I'm not in a position to be saying that we just gonna blow them out. I do mm-hmm. have the Lions winning 28 24. I'm gonna do 24 again. I'm do 24 again. I say 23 17 Lions. 23 17. Okay. But we'll see. We'll see how close we are. It's so tough. Yeah, you just you you're really I didn't I wasn't even no, I could have no. prepared, I could have prepared the score, but I didn't think you I was I, I was hoping you didn't ask. <laughs> You know I'm going to put you on the spot, Files. That's how we do here, man. It's your birthday, you know? Yeah. What it is. That's the problem. But thank <laughs> you for everyone that tuned in. We appreciate you. We love when we see people uh, uh, watching and supporting. I really want to thank you. This means a lot. If you don't or didn't catch any part of it, you can always go to Motor City Metrics. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you share, like, and comment. Please. It helps with the algorithm. We want more people to see these videos. There's not a lot of Detroit support outside of Michigan. And we're trying to make sure that people know about Detroit, the Detroit Lions, man. And it's time. It's time. So, Foster, you got anything before we get out of here? No, man. Where else would I rather be on my birthday than on than on Bleaches to Speakers, you know? He's so full of it, man. (laughs) 